overwhelmed by clutter when you walk through the door? Are you tired all the time and stuck just getting by? With each day being a carbon copy of the next and no time or space for yourself? Hi, I'm Sarah and I was you, so I understand. You're a busy mom, whether at home or working full time, feeling like you're in survival mode. There isn't time for more because you're just putting out fires, overwhelmed by all the stuff and aching for something more. That's what the Simple Intentional Podcast is here for, to support you. Whether it's to clear clutter, ditch the overwhelm, and create ease and simplicity, figure out how to be more intentional in your life, or inspire you into action. Each week, I'll share things like practical and actionable tips you can start using immediately to start living more intentionally and create your life, as well as interviews with people that will inspire and educate you. I'm a full-time working mom, wife, and lover of all things simple. After a stage four cancer diagnosis in 2014, I started on a path to change how I was living. And I'm sharing with you everything that has helped me move from a stressed out, people-pleasing perfectionist to calm, in control, and feeling like the best version of myself. So grab your earbuds, a cup of tea, and join me to start making powerful shifts in your life today. This is about so much more than stuff. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple and Intentional Podcast. This week, I want to share with you some of my favorite small and simple ways to build intentionality into your daily life. Living an intentional life sounds big, and it is, but like anything, it's built up of a thousand tiny moments. All those small decisions made over time that allow you to create the habit, the mindset, and those mental filters that create intentional choices. And what I mean is this, if you're going to be intentional about your finances, for example, first, you're going to create that tiny moment before you spend, the little pause and the decision that follows is being intentional. And that's it. It's these moments that add up to an overall intentional life. And they just really are moments. They just take a a thought here, a pause there, something to allow you to slowly make a decision through a filter you've created of what matters most to you. So let me take you through some examples of small habits you can begin to build to help you stay intentional. And these are some of my favorites and ones that I practice myself and what you'll notice is over time as you practice these habits they almost become second nature like you're becoming this person who thinks this way so number one is meditate guys I'm never going to stop saying this meditation is the key to shifting the way you live to making it richer fuller and more meaningful and the reason for this is because it allows your brain to slow down to notice, to pause, and it lets you be present and experience and really feel things. The more you practice, the more it spills over into how you live. When was the last time that you were really deeply present in a moment? Think about it for a second, because the way motherhood is, the way of a lot of our lives are, we're on this wheel and we're running from one thing to the next to the next. But Practicing meditation allows you to sort of grasp onto these moments throughout your day where you can slow down and you can notice. Maybe it's a leaf falling from a tree and you're just following its gentle flight down to the ground. 
or savoring that first sip of coffee. You can feel the steam on your nose and your upper lip. Smell the scent deeply and relish that warmth on your tongue. These are the little moments that can bring so much richness to our lives and meditation creates that. And it also helps us to pull the reins on our brain. So especially when you're stressed, scrambling from one thing to another, or totally dysregulated, we need the skills that we develop from meditation. It's going to help us feel better. It's going to help our interactions with our kids feel better. It's going to give us space in our lives to enjoy where we are now and what's happening around us and to practice that pause before we respond and react to things. So any point in your day, you can take a big, slow, deep breath. It's like a little reset. You could take three and then respond. Make that decision or think that thought, whatever it is, but use your breath. Use it as a tool. You have it with you all the time and it doesn't look funny to just take a breath and slow down for a second because sometimes these little tools that we carry around with us can feel a little funny to do when we're around other people, but taking a slow, deliberate breath, that doesn't feel so funny. So even five minutes a day, Just give it a try after this episode and do it every day for a week and then tell me how you're feeling because I know it's going to make a difference. So number two, make time for dreaming, planning, and imagining what you want. Leave early for school pickup and sit in your car. Give yourself an extra 10 or 15 minutes to walk somewhere and then slowly make your way, leaning into the thoughts of what you want. Wherever you can find these little pockets where you can really slow the pace and you can really get into the moment and just allow your mind to wander, it gives you the space to to create and to lean into how you're feeling and how you want to feel. So before you go to bed at night, write down what you think you want. Wherever you can find those small moments, take them and then start to compare. How many times have you had that feeling of, community come up like you'd really like to have a sense of community or maybe you want more time outside notice what repeats and then take that with you to number three which is plan time for what you want so now that you've taken the time to think about what you want now you're going to put it into action and I just want to say this doesn't mean that every single thing that you thought of that you wanted when you put it into practice you may not hold on to everything you may not keep everything so trying things out is really important and to know that that's actually what you do want so again this is minutes a day in the evening sit down and write out the next day Um, and as thoughts pop up for something that you want to do make a note and then you can plan into your week or your month somehow Um, so things like wanting to have more experiences with your kids. You could take the time to schedule a hike in a conservation area that's maybe like a little bit of a further drive than you would normally go. Um, Organize a dinner or a picnic with friends or family. And maybe you want to go bigger and do something like horseback riding or a water park or something like that. Whatever it is, when you know what the focus is, you can take the time to make it happen. And so that's really the important thing that you're just taking, again, that pause to make the things happen that you want to be happening. 
If it's more movement or exercise, you want to build healthier habits, schedule your workout first thing in the morning and put out your clothes. That's my surefire way of doing it because if I do it first thing, I'm not even thinking about it. It's just what I do. I get up, put on my workout clothes, and I work out. Coordinate going for a walk with a friend or even setting a a timer and like each hour you get up and do like 10 squats or like 30 seconds of plank or something like that just to build movement in. When we have a plan, we've taken the time to make the space for it in our day and we're writing it into our schedules. So we're saying that it matters. And those busy days that really sweep you off your feet, it's giving you a touchstone because it's really helpful to have something to refer to when things just start going crazy and you're at that pace and you're like, oh, what is it I was doing? What is it I want to do? So when you make a plan and you have something to look at, then you know what you want and you know it's going to happen. Otherwise, it can get lost in the shuffle. Number four, practice gratitude. This is another big one. Honestly, it's life-changing. I've said this a million times as well, (laughs) but it really helps to keep you present and it also helps to keep out of the comparison trap. So you can really sink into where you are and find out what's great with what's happening right now and get practiced at thinking with that lens so that when those blinders do slip off or when you're feeling comparison rear its ugly head, you can battle it with that really like loving appreciation that practicing gratitude gives you. You know, we don't have to love where we are all the time. We don't have to love how things are, but we can lean into the stuff that is good and that helps get into more of like a problem solving mindset more than like a stuck mindset. So maybe you love your home, but you wish it was a little brighter. So you don't have to move or like change your home, which is sometimes where our minds go is like, oh, if only I lived somewhere else. But instead you could paint the walls or buy a lamp or do something like that. And these little solutions that we can come up with can actually really make a big difference in how we feel and that's the ultimate goal because it's really about how you feel that matters in the present moment Um, dreaming of a vacation so instead of feeling stuck on that one you could like take the time to make a savings plan figure out where you want to go what time of year how much would it cost write that all down and then break it down how long would it take you to save for that monthly so you're empowering yourself and you're taking the time to map it out and then when you actually have a plan it doesn't feel so bad because you know okay it is going to happen I'm making it happen you're taking charge and you're actually creating what you want and so number five you know I can't leave this episode without talking about stuff (laughs) and stuff has a really big impact on our happiness The more we have around us the clutter, it's really just a visual reminder of unmade decisions, things we need to do, and it's overwhelming. And that has a big impact on how we feel. It also isn't being intentional because we're not making decisions about that stuff. We're just letting it be there. So starting to take control of your space is really a great beginning way to be intentional because you're practicing making decisions and this is just going to spill over into how you live overall 
So instead of walking past that pile of stuff 15 times a day and doing nothing with it, grab something on the top and decide. Is it garbage? Does it belong somewhere else? Um, Does it need a home? Is it an undone task? Whatever, just start by doing one thing at a time. And then slowly you become that person who like makes decisions about stuff and can do it quicker and with more confidence and more ease Um, because you stop procrastinating and you know what you want because through practicing making decisions, you hone in on that more. So you start to realize like, okay, I don't want my kids to have all these like crappy um, Happy Meal toys around the house. So we're going to collect those up and make a plan about what to do with them and get rid of them. Instead, we want to have like fewer, better things. Maybe you make that decision or you make the decision you want your closet to be easier to use. You want to be able to find things easier. You want getting dressed to be easier. So you start to work on that, whatever the focus is. But the more you just make those little decisions, you know, it's like instead of bringing the junk mail in the house, drop it in the recycling on your way in all those little moments. Like I said, the little moments are what add up to the big thing, the big way that we're living. And in the process of decluttering, you figure out what matters. So take it a moment at a time, a decision at a time. And remember, that's how all big things are made, moment by moment. So thank you for joining me this week. It's always such a pleasure to get to connect with you, to hear from you, what you think about the episodes. If anybody has any requests for future episodes or things they'd like to know more about, I'm open ears. Um, It's been so fun to interview all these different guests, so I'm always eager to hear if you have an idea of somebody I should reach out to or a topic you'd like to know more about. So don't be shy. Definitely send me an email or a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And if you aren't signed up for my email newsletter, you can go to simpleintentional.com and put your email into the box and you'll be subscribed for my newsletter. So you'll get this episode first. And then um, also I often send freebies and you'll get other sort of like helpful information for decluttering and living intentionally. And um, every week I always share my favorites favorite recipes, favorite products, whatever it is, um, favorite YouTube videos. So head over to Simple Intentional and you can sign up there to find out more. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and thank you so much for listening. That's all for today. I'll see you again next week. And if you liked today's episode and found it helpful, I'd be so grateful if you would write a review. If you do, your name will be entered for this month's giveaway. You can also share with another mom who would be helped by listening. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Simple Intentional. Thanks for listening.